Hello and welcome to episode three of Two Drunk Chumps. I'm Chachi. I'm Shutter. Uh, last week we left off uh, discussing Cody uh, and a little bit about some music programs. Um, so this week I'm gonna start off uh, discussing uh, some more about Pandora and Spotify. Um, what's on your menu this week, Cheddar? Uh, tonight I am drinking from O'Fallon Brewery, the Heads Up uh, Lager. It's it's not too bad. Oh, sounds good. You? I'm drinking a Founders Kentucky Breakfast Stout, one of those rare beers that uh, comes along once a year. Uh, very, very good beer. And you're, you're from Kentucky originally, right, Cheddar? Absolutely, Louisville, Kentucky. And, and yet you didn't marry your sister, is that correct? Uh, and I wear shoes. Wow. You, you know, things you learn every day. But you still are addicted to Mountain Dew. Well, you know, it, it's now diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's what, you know, you live outside of Kentucky for enough years. You, you, you get off the, the full sauce. Yep. We are kind of music uh, enthusiasts and, and have fairly decent-sized collections. If you only had a few CDs, I don't think it'd be an issue. I've always found it kind of hard to manage a good music library. It's it's difficult to get a good collection and keep it up to date. I really think that's where the music services, you know, kind of shine is like the Pandora and the, the Spotify is that it's, it's easy to go and find somebody else's playlist and see what other people are mu- listening to and kind of discover that new music. And it's, it's, it's kind of nice, but you still want your own you know carved out corner sometimes but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know streaming media in 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 particular well pandora i've always really liked mainly because of their their radio quality meaning that uh, the music discovery works well that they, they will you seed a, a station with some pretty good songs and artists or, or whatnot and you end up with a really nice radio station that they'll keep finding more and more music that's uh, like what you've seeded that station with and it works really well uh, i actually prefer that mode of, of listening to music over picking my own um, because my my tastes uh, get or i i get annoyed when i hear the same music over and over Right. Yeah, I, I you know I find myself as I find a few songs and I'll, I'll make throw them on a playlist, but the, you know, that playlist gets outdated you know generally really fast, and I do find myself going back to listening to a station, and you know kind of the you can kind of do that with Spotify too. Is like you could make a you know make a playlist and have it continue on playing similar music to that playlist. So if you know, you can seed it with you know three four songs you like and just hit play, and then when it hits that fifth song, it'll just start you know playing other music that's similar to what you've already started with. So it kind of has that Pandora functionality as well. Yeah, I've I've uh, enjoyed the the Spotify service most recently. Um, my only real complaint is that if you want to to hear anything, you've got to switch between any you know, all of the the online services because no one service has licenses with all of the publishers. Meaning you're going to miss out on a certain artist because they don't have a deal with Spotify. 
Right. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of every online service right now. They're all trying to create their own empire, and nobody wants to play with everybody else. You know, everybody and that's, will, yeah. that's the big problem, is that now you've got to subscribe to three or four, however many different services, in order to get music from every artist that you like. Right. And, you know, I think... Uh, and Spotify is one of those interesting cases. Um, I think similar to Cody, Spotify made that jump from a questionable pirate background into a full-on legit software. You know, they were they started out life as, you know, being a collection of people that were uploading any MP3 and kind of sharing them, uh, letting other people stream their collection and got in trouble with the record company and somehow they managed to turn around and become a legit music service. Arguably the biggest and most successful. Right. Um, and I, I think maybe that's what Cody is striving for is trying to, to make that corner and, and become, you know, a le- legit provider of a streaming media. Maybe, you know, they could be that one stop, you know, Spotify service where it serves up your Netflix and Amazon Prime and all your, you know, video streaming in one spot. I like your rose colored glasses. <laughs> I, I, well, you, we've seen it done. You know, Spotify did it with music. It's It can be done in, in one genre. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a pessimist or realist at heart, and it's just, I don't see it happening with, with, Disney deciding they wanted to pull everything out of Netflix and make their own service. Uh, I just don't see that they're going to put that, that the various services are going to put the effort into making a one-stop shop for getting access to their, to the content. Right. I, I agree. It's a long shot, but it's not that they would provide it, but it would be, you know, maybe the Disney app would feel be available inside of Cody. Well, then you're getting outside of Cody, right? Because you're opening up a new app. I mean, it's not, it's nowhere near the same thing. Uh, you know, they want to keep you within their own ecosystem, so you've got to dis- even if it's not really an advertisement, you're still staying within their monetization. Right, and I, I don't think that's as bad. I mean, that's the same thing you have to do on Roku and Apple TV, um, but. There's nothing else like that on the PC right now. Well, but on on Roku and Apple TV, aren't isn't there a universal search that will search through any of the services? Well, that could be in Cody too. That you still, if you do that universal search, all that does is take you to the app and open it up in that app. So is Cody just going to be the the cross platform method of? opening up a different service right is there anything wrong with that depends on how it's implemented i don't want to open up another window just to watch the stuff it should be embedded in the the original app well i I guess think about how you know we've used cody in the past is you had a pc hooked up to your tv and you streamed or watched movies that you had on that pc this reminds me a lot about an app called boxy yes Boxy was an app that that tried to really did the universal search years before anybody else did. Right. And it did it. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things that was before its time. I mean, that was, uh, you know, I, God, I can't even think about how many years ago that was, but it was, uh, you know, kind of both got both of us excited, and it looked like 
good functionality and kind of went away. And to be honest, it was actually a port from Cody. Right. They they pulled it and forked it and made a, a new interface uh, to to bot, to Cody that was I think at that time it was XBMC, but it was a really really fresh take on on trying to get access to being able to search for your content. It would find uh, legitimate sources for. Uh, video and, and TVs. You know, usually, when I used it, it was trying to find an episode of of a TV series that was out there. And do you remember the boxy box? You know, I do, but you know, I don't want to. Right, because that's what put them out of business. They they tried to make their own hardware, you know, standalone hardware, and it was it was just too early. I mean, that was before the Android box. Um, before Roku, and there, it, it just wasn't ready. You, they didn't have the power, the computing power, cheap enough and small enough to do it at the time. And it was it was sluggish and slow, and people didn't like it, and it kind of killed the platform. I didn't have one. Um, I know that they also tried to do something unique with the with the dimensions of their box to to make it stand out again before it's time uh, it, it it really wasn't capable of doing the the or displaying viewing the media that you know everybody liked Cody for right yeah I, I think Cody could be kind of maybe trying to recapture some of those ideas well it almost sounds like potentially Cody's gonna get out of the the actual rendering business and start being the uh, aggregate or aggregation service the search well I, I don't think they're gonna like abandon their roots I think they still want to have that functionality but you know expand it to some some other features and I you know that'd be great if you're still using something like uh, a home theater PC in your setup if you had Cody open, you didn't have any other way. If you wanted to get Netflix, there's no easy way to switch to that. Um, you'd have to have another box to switch to, or get out a keyboard and close down Cody and open up the Netflix app. It it could be a nice nice feature for those people still using the home theater PC. So you know we're talking about Spotify and the history um, of uploaded MP3s, and this was back in the day. Of, of the Napster and LimeWire areas, the wild west of of music sharing when everybody was just going crazy and and, and downloading and sharing music. Yeah, yeah. Napster was a, a big back in the day. Uh, I, I am the real Napster from the uh, the Italian job. That was that was some some really interesting technology that that really opened up music. I think about 20 years ago. I think it kind of led to a a, a revolution of music. It, it got a little dicey there for a while, but I really it created a new generation, a new appreciation for music. It, it yeah. made it much more accessible. Nowadays, I mean, you've got gigabytes upon gigabytes upon online petabytes of music that's available to listen to. You know, 20 years ago, it was, well, I've got a CD collection that I can take with me in my car. 
you know, come on, you could have had a, a Walkman with your, your CD player with 16 seconds of anti-skip technology. Yeah, I, I, I had several CD players that, that were portable that I listened to music on because I was really into listening to music. And we were on the forefront of the first MP3 players, and I kind of consider that the, the dark ages of pre-MP3. This was before they really wanted you to have MP3s that could, you could share and upload to Napster, so everybody decided to wrap their music in DRM. Do you remember your first MP3 player? <sighs> I do not remember exactly what my first MP3 player It may have been an iRiver shaped like a triangle nice i remember that one i had the first one i remember i think was either like a diamond rio or maybe an hp player uh, but is it the, diamond rio a country band <laughs> uh, I, I this was this was way way back um the thing you know almost before they had usb so this was a, you know, that was an era when you could still only have a couple of CDs on a single player. Right. But that was huge oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I think you, you know, start out like maybe, you know, 32 megabytes where you could get 10 songs on mm-hmm. it or, you know, mm-hmm. the big ones, 128 megabytes. Um, the problem is that once that started, everybody, you know, uh, you know, wanted to lock it into the, their player with the, the Microsoft, the, you know, the Windows Media software and, and Rhapsody and Apple. And they locked it in and tried to tie you to their player only. And it was a disaster. I don't think any of those original apps are still around. No, I, I think everybody gave up. I think the last holdout was Apple. They were lucky enough to get a lot of people to buy in. Uh, on their system, of course. Um, well, the, you know, the iTunes I- came around, right? Be, you know, and because the iPod was, you know, the first hugely successful MP3 player, right? And with good reason. I mean, we're not the biggest Apple fans, but there was a reason well, for that. It worked. You know, some of those early MP3 players were not very user friendly. Absolutely, something that 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 Apple had done very well was to take something that was somewhat complicated and make it just work. And, and they finally came around, you know, said, all right, we'll sell, you know, the unlocked DRM free MP3s. And, you know, Apple finally did it and converted everybody's library to, you know, a standard, you know, MP3 that you could download and put wherever. And, I don't think it impacted anybody. I don't think they lost money. Um, I think they probably made more money because they sell it at a reasonable price and let people do with what they want with it. Uh, you know, the the problem with with music and DRM is that that means you're you're stuck on whatever platform you are allowed to use it on, and they tend to want to charge to have access to some other platform or some other you know an extra system whatever and once they figured out that people don't want to be pay twice for the same thing that that they got a lot more uh people saying you know i'll i'll pay a couple bucks for this or, or that to be able to use it wherever whenever 
So, so why haven't the movie studios followed suit with that? You know, I don't. I, I honestly don't know. But there was, and is one service that has done really well is Vudu. They allow for you know sharing your library. Well, you know that wasn't Vudu. That was Ultraviolet. Oh, true. Um, and now Disney has come up and decided they're gonna compete and they've taken half the studios to their side and kind of cut out that sharing so now you've got two major services some on the ultraviolet service and some on the disney movies anywhere service and you know the ultraviolet it's still drm but they did allow you to share with a few you know a maximum of five people which is not unreasonable you know you could always like swap dvds or swap blu-rays or swap tapes Exactly. And giving five whole people access to your movies, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a family. Um, the alternate on the Movies Anywhere is they allow more services to connect. So it connects Amazon and iTunes and Google and Vudu, and it shares between those platforms so they think oh well well, we're still sharing well no you're sharing no you're only sharing with one person exactly yeah you can view it on more platforms it's still not every platform yeah i've i haven't even invested the time to figure out how much of that is working because i don't see it as a really uh friendly way to 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 use the the media right and luckily Voodoo is the one service, the only service right now that connects to both Ultraviolet and Movies Anywhere. So there's a whole total of one app that you can view all your movies in. Hey, that that's better than the way it used to be where there was absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Two Drunk Chumps. I'm Chachi. I'm Cheddar. Uh, We'll see you on the flip side.